The reality is fintech is not that sexy. It is hard work, but it is super fun and fulfilling. Why? Because most of us are in a vulnerable financial position and suffer from money stress. So our job as fintechers is to come up with solutions. Welcome to Fintech Product, the place to be for career advice for women in fintech. I am Moni Mujares, and I've built a career building digital banks from scratch, both in the UK and Southeast Asia. I strongly believe in togetherness, and I'm here to open up, share, and bring fintech product and leadership experts together so that you don't have to start from scratch to thrive in your career in fintech. I'm Mexican-British living in Asia, and I'm recognized as Singapore 65 fintech product leaders and women in fintech. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we've got a guest that even though we just met very recently, he doesn't know that I know him, quote unquote, quite well, because I've been following him for a few months. And he's one of those guys that you want to study. I like his mind and I like the content that he creates because it is practical. And when I come up with a question that I'm like, oh, which tool am I going to use this time? Like, instead of saying Google, <laughs> or YouTube, I just go like, oh, let me go and check his Instagram. And that's how I get my ideas many times. So yeah. we were in an FAQ the other day, and I asked the question if he wanted to come to the podcast. So today we've got Konstantinos Sinodinos. He is the CEO and founder of Simply Digital. Konstantinos, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So your success story so basically in the past year you've exploded your social media has exploded and just your tiktok alone it has like over three billion views and you have like more than two million followers and you just did that in the past 12 months or so yeah it's like uh the at least the social media journey is very recent but the the overall journey is very long So that's what people don't see. Most of the times they see, you know, the tip of the iceberg. They see what, what is being uh, visible to people. What, but, you know, the whole thing that they don't see is that I work in marketing the last 20 years. I'm an entrepreneur the last eight. I have, uh, I run three businesses. So there's a lot of experience and a lot of, and a lot of uh, kilometers uh, before this uh, Uh, thing that people see right now. And of course, it's not just the tools, not just the websites and not that stuff that we share. Um, the sophistication of Simply Digital, it's much more advanced than, you know, mm -hmm. just setting tools. But we understood what people wanted to see on the social media environment. And that's why we adjusted uh, our voice towards what people would love to see more of. So, and that's what I am trying to say to people also. Not becoming self is not... Um, Uh, expecting people to adjust to them, they need to adjust to people and to what people. exactly they're looking for. How do you recommend that people do that? Because that's a very common quote unquote advice, at least among the marketing and product people. Hey, you have to listen to your customer, but it's not that intuitive for many people to do. By, that. Yeah. But the, the, the key for me is, you know, leaving your ego on the, on the door. You know, before you enter any platform, you need to leave your ego there. This is something that I have a, a full chapter on my course yeah. about this thing uh, because people do the opposite. They bring the, the ego in the platform 
they are entitled to attention, they're entitled to views, they're entitled to followers, but this is the wrong way to go. Nobody deserves anything unless they earn it. That's, mm. how, that's how you build everything. And uh, attention right now is underpriced on TikTok because, you know, it's all about attention, right? Marketing yeah. is all about attention. Social media is all about attention. This is the golden currency. And there was, there, it was never so underpriced as it is right now on TikTok. Interesting. And that's what other platforms are trying to copy as well. They're trying to copy this rewarding system that TikTok has built uh, through uh, this special algorithm in order to give more incentives to people to keep creating. Because, you know, we were hearing uh, on Instagram the last couple of years or at least before TikTok boomed that, you know, it's so saturated, it's so difficult to grow. Nobody grows anymore. Uh, and to be honest, yes, it, was re it required a lot of effort before I see also my Instagram grow. Yeah. Uh, with lots of engagement, with lots of outreach, um, communication with people by building community brick by brick. And TikTok has reversed that and has given the opportunity to people to become viral day one without having a single follower. So that that's what I understood early. That's what I capitalized. That's how I adjusted my, uh, my sophistication and my content creation identity to the platform. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started seeing the incredible results that gave me, you know, a huge boost to my business as well. So that's what I always say to people, you know, leave your ego in the, in the, uh, on the front door. of the door uh, and start caring about what other people want to see. Start understanding what other people want to see and be consistent in giving them. Yes, but because that's it. Yeah, that's the point. It's, it's about creating valuable content at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. And, you know, valuable is something that, It's not easily defined. What is valuable for me might not be valuable for you. Or what, why, what might be right, like, you know, something really self-explanatory for me or something really basic for me might not be for you. Exactly. And that's why many business owners get lost in that because they believe that their audience knows everything. But guess what? They don't know anything. Even the smallest detail that you believe that it's like, you know, this is something that, It's, it's basic. Everybody knows. No, trust me, they don't know it. And that's um, what people get excited about, you know, understanding and learning simple things about any industry uh, within 10, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, and you're really good at that. And you have a full program. Like your TikTok program is quite good. It's self-explanatory. It's quite short yeah. and modular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the content... Content is something that it's evolving. It's like a living organism. You know, people's attention is getting thinner, slimmer, mm -hmm. and we need to adjust to that. And that's why we see that, you know, short video wins right now because it's fun, yeah. it's entertaining, it's to the point. It doesn't, um, uh, you know, uh, push people to stay for five, six minutes to watch a video to just get an idea. So, and especially with all those, you know, different uh, stimulations that we have and different kind of things that we need to watch, Every single day, people are very selective, very fast in rejecting content and moving to the next one. And it, it's very difficult for them to retain a significant uh, piece of info. And that's why the challenge, the big challenge is to become valuable in less time, which is not easy. Mm. It's not easy, but there are specific principles and everybody can do it. You know, it's just a matter of understanding the principles, applying them and um, making it a habit. Because like with everything, it's a matter of practice. Consistency, yes. Yeah. 
people talk about success and they say, oh, the formula for success, it doesn't exist. But actually, when it comes to TikTok, you do have a formula that you use to basically predict Mm -hmm. how a post is going to be good or not that good. Can you guide us through your formula for success in TikTok? So yes, I I have analyzed, you know, all my videos, I have like more than 500 videos in the platform, Uh, more than 100 videos, you know, have surpassed the million view count. So uh, I know what, you know, what are the statistics and um, let's say the principles and the ratio um, uh, of of the numbers of the watch time, the the saves to likes ratio, uh, the completion rate versus, you know, uh, saves, etc. So I have correlated all the different uh, numbers that I see in my videos. And I have understood what really works and what makes a video go viral, which is, you know, what most people are going crazy about. That's their own objective, which most of the times is not the best way to go, but still it's something that people get excited about because you can really grow on TikTok uh, like 200,000 followers or 500,000 followers in a month. So because, because you had like five viral videos or six or 10. So once you understand the principles of that and you combine it with an overall strategy and not make it, you know, your your whole objective and your whole focus to be how to get the next viral video. This is the worst way to that go. That doesn't work. Still, we want it. I, I still chase viral videos. Uh, and I believe that, you know, I have uh, created a formula that really makes people um, watch your videos more. And uh, it's all about watch time. That's what uh, platforms want. And everything starts with a promise. So you start at the beginning of the video. You need to understand that TikTok is like an audition. You're being thrown Mm. in a huge theater, right? With unknown people because everything happens in the For You page on TikTok. It's not on the home feed. So people who know you already see you again and again. Uh, And those for those people, you have earned their attention already. Yes. Right? So they will see my face. They might give me five, 10 seconds. They might. To tell, to tell them, you know, what it's all about. On the For You page of TikTok, you have at best a couple of seconds yep. before they swipe up and they yes. lose you forever. Yep. And that's what you need to focus. The first thing that you need to focus is the first couple of sec- seconds of your video. So create a, a strong hook, <clears throat> a title that um, really takes into consideration psychological factors, um, copywriting factors, um, to, to put in, you know, curiosity, evoke emotions, uh, use powerful words, uh, involve the other person so it, it, it's really clear that it's for them. And then make a promise because, you know, when you see my video, it's like, I promise you that you will get something specific at the end of the video, right? If you see this video, you will get that. Yeah. Then I escalate the video and I create and I, uh, and I start, you know, uh, telling this story and how I will give you uh, at the end of the video, this kind of uh, who delivered the promise. And then, you know, by second 10 to 15, it's all about delivering that promise or ideally over delivering that promise. So if I create this wow factor to people after, you know, 10 seconds in the video because they're intrigued from my hook, this is where I have many, many, many chances to go viral. Because, you know, the, the algorithm of TikTok is throwing you, it's like you are... Uh, upgrading to different levels like video games. So the first stage is a simple one. If people um, have a solid watch time, you're being thrown to the level two. 
if on the level two again you have a solid watch time again and then again so you up. keep upgrading until you go into the viral mode so the video can really go crazy and reach i don't know whatever as high as uh, as it is as so it it's gets super gamified it is yeah it is it, it is it super is. smart and super dynamic i mean i think it's the best and the most advanced uh, algorithm that we have seen in uh, the history of social media and like uh, TikTok introduced a promote feature. Yeah. How do you think that's going to change the game? That's a very, very good question. It's a very good question. And uh, this came along with, uh, with another feature that is the friends tab on the do- yes. bottom left. So if you see this, this was never there. It's like, pe- it's like TikTok understands that they need to start engaging uh, creators with the followers that they, ha- they have earned. Because if you see your statistics, if I, for my analytics, for example, mm-hmm. almost every single video of mine, 90% of my views come from the For You page. What does it mean? That most people that, that see every single video is new people. So I have 2 million followers and every single time I get new people see my videos. And many of my followers don't see them. So they understand that and they want to make a bit more intentional uh, to start, you know, uh, people that follow specific creators to start engaging with them more because they see them more often on their on their page, which is, you know, the essence of every social media. So this is the big, the, the first big change. So I believe that they are getting there. And the second part is, okay, TikTok got crazy. They They made, you know, many people super famous, super viral. Now it's time for them to make money, right? Of course. So what, what is easier than copy the boost button, the boost feature of Instagram and, and Facebook and allow people to easily, with a couple of clicks, to create a promotional uh, video uh, and get more views or get more landing page views. That's it. Yeah. Ideally, I wouldn't use that feature, to be honest. I would go, you know, if, I, if I'm a business and I want to, uh, to run a campaign, I would definitely go to the business manager of TikTok, the Spark Ads or how it's called. And I will uh, create, you know, the, and I will use the full, the, the full feature mode of running ads versus just creating this kind of uh, um, easy feature that they created with very limited targeting options. Interesting. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you want an audience that it's relevant for you rather than just random. Exactly. So it does make sense. Because so, if you see the, the promote button right now, you don't even have the, cho- the choice of a country. No, it's just so very it's, generic. It's just some interests and ages. It's not, uh, yeah, and, and sex. Yeah. Uh, or you can leave, uh, let TikTok uh, do the selection, which again, might not be relevant for you. Exactly. What do you think are the biggest mistakes that businesses or creators do that if we were more aware of them, then those would have the most impact in the results we have? I think that the biggest mistakes that, that creators are doing is that there's, they're, really, they're really obsessed with the outcome. So they're really mm-hmm. obsessed with the performance of a video or a piece of content or whatever. And they let this thing dictate their identity or dictate their content quality or dictate their calling, the, the, the content direction. And when you let this happen, 
you might lose your identity. So if it's, it's what I said before. So if I allow numbers and statistics and viral hits becoming my sole um, decision-making factor about what I will create next, it means that I'm just, you know, starving for attention, starving yeah. for likes, starving for validation of having a super viral video. I want to be Costadinos and I want to keep uh, saying my poem, to saying my story, to sharing my knowledge. I don't want to be, you know, somebody who just uh, starts for likes and views. Views are good, but they will come eventually if you establish your identity and your unique voice that matches your specific objective as a business, because we're businesses at the end of the day, right? Yeah. We're not performance uh uh, no, you know, we're not uh, actors in a theater. <laughs> no, exactly. No, no, no. Uh, so for me, that's that's the greatest mistake that I see, and many people get into this trap. This trap, you know, um, chasing attention versus uh, the meaning of content creation, and that's where you know uh, there needs to be some kind of planning and strat- strategic approach um, to have you know a content calendar, having some topics in. A, in a specific deck and and stick to that at least for a while yes because exactly we need to have certain direction yeah exactly so if i move away a little bit from tiktok and i move more towards you and your mindset as an entrepreneur when you were younger you were like two times karate world champion it takes a certain type of personality or a certain type of thinking to be a world champion and then to do it twice what was that mindset and how old were you when you were developing that that brain um well you know first of all i've done many things in my life so my 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 first true passion was music so i used to be a pianist Uh, i I believe that I i would be a professional music uh musician or whatever or a producer or whatever that was my my first passion, but then, you know, I realized that uh, the money-making opportunities there were not very solid back at this time. Uh, so, yeah, uh, business took my heart and my and my and was my first priority. But I was always, you know, into sports. I was playing basketball. Then I moved to martial arts. I was really good. I was a natural there. Um, and the f- first reason why I went to martial arts was because I was getting bullied in school. That was my, the reason why I got there. Uh, and then, you know, since I was naturally talented with that, I had a very good, um, uh, you know, uh, very good flexibility. I was very good into adapting uh, into what my uh, sensei was asking me, or I was very good with move, movement and motion. So, uh, and my speed was really good. So when you see that you are good at something and you really enjoyed it, uh, for me, it's like, you know, makes absolute sense to keep building on that and see <clears throat> what is the ceiling of what you do that's always you know my my approach in things if you are good in something look at the ceiling and see if you can reach the top can you reach the top in what you do can you be the best possible um, guy in this field i'm not just here to participate i'm here to take over you know that's my that's my mindset so uh that th- this didn't come, you know, day one. I didn't, you know, enter a dojo five years old and I said, okay, I will be the next world champion. But as I say to people, you know, confidence comes in levels, so in stages. 
it's small, little, little achievements that, you know, they give you a, a boost of confidence and then you move on and you realize that, you know, 10 years later, you're somebody else. You're yeah. full of confidence. You're believing yourself. You, you see yourself and you're proud of what you achieved. And, you know, the little scared boy is no longer there. So, uh, so yeah, everything comes, you know, step by step, achievement by achievement, uh, failure after failure, of course, you know, it's not just achievements yes, and achievements. There's so many failures, you know, preparing for a full competition and realizing that you need to, to spend another year of training before you have another chance to compete because I might have won two times the world championship, but I lost many more than that. So, okay. And that's what people don't uh, really see many times. Yeah. Exactly. That it's like all the hardship. Yeah. Which exactly. then I'm always very interested to know what are those times in your life that you were like, man, this is tough, like the hard moments. And how did you get yourself out of those? Because I think a lot of people are feeling like, oh, this is tough in the past two years. Yeah. You know, for me, it's, uh, it's all about the, the most difficult part is showing up when you feel yet that you don't want to show up this is uh mm. you know to to have your mind telling you that you know what you don't you can make it you will not you don't want to make it you don't want to stay out of bed you to come out of bed you don't want to create content but still saying to your head you know to shut up and you still do it, doing it. because it's it's part of uh of your uh, you know if it's important for you and if it's your purpose You need to be stronger than this lazy voice in your head that says, I'm not feeling it. But, you know, what really makes you is your decision in these days that you don't feel it. Yeah. And that's where, you know, discipline comes in. That's where um, self-motivation comes in because nobody will motivate you. Nobody. If you just wait for the motivated days, you are screwed. You will <laughs> never get happen. there. Never. No. Never. Nobody's getting motivated every single day. Even if you watch, you know, I don't know, the most motivating person on the earth talking to you one hour per day. It's not enough. No. You have to, to have that as a default mode inside you. So for me, that was the, 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 the most difficult one. And especially when the results didn't come and especially when I was starving for money. So mm. this is something that I've said before. My first two years as an entrepreneur were started very promising. But then, you know, uh, the hard realization came in, which was I need to make money. You know, of I was course. running out of money. I was needing money. So it's really difficult to keep showing up, keep doing things, keep working towards a dream. And when the results don't come, this is the, the most difficult part. But you need to double down your efforts. You need to find new routes. You need to keep creating content. You need to become more valuable, get more skills, even if it's difficult. So that's, especially, that's for me the point you either make it or break it. You know, you quit yeah. and nobody will ever know your story because you quit. What made you not quit and go back into a marketing job in a fancy company and instead continue? Uh, it was that, that, you know, it was that story that I wanted to be able to say later, to say, you know what? I didn't quit. And I'm an example of for you all that you want to quit and you are struggling and you are in this dark place right now that I was also. And I want you to believe in, in stepping to the unknown. I keep going. Mm. Uh, and I believe that with a magical way, when you are with your 
head towards the with your uh, back towards the wall and you don't have any other option and you are in a survival mode it's when you know your instincts come in stronger and uh, your performance is greater and uh, um, your vision is clearer and you know what you need to go after because you need to survive so yeah uh, it's not for everyone I understand that and I realize that not not most people will quit and that's why you know we we tell stories of a few people that made it because especially in these moments is exactly where winners uh, show up. Heart made. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're a loser if you quit. Okay. It, that, it does mean that it, it just might mean that it's not a journey for you or your mindset is not yet tough enough to make it. Or you need to believe more in yourself and keep going. Yes. Those are two very good points. How can people believe more in themselves? That is key. Key point. It is key. It is key because for me, it's all about fear. You know, the the other side of not believing in yourself is fear. And the fear is Mm. what? Most of the times the fear doesn't exist. Because to be honest, even if I went back to my previous marketing job, which was a great job, I could still, you know, uh, uh, pursue my dreams and, and and keep you know building something on the side or whatever it doesn't mean that my dreams would forever be gone uh so it's just a ma- entrepreneurship especially entrepreneurship is a long game it's not a matter of a couple of good years of a couple of bad years or even 10 years uh, that are good it's a matter of 20 30 years building something uh meaningful, meaningful. that's for which you're passionate about and you're willing to to show up daily and you know add value to the marketplace that's what entrepreneurship is and make an impact um so you need to understand that you know even if you had a couple of tough years because you didn't believe in yourself you need to keep going you need to keep uh you know keep chasing this dream doesn't mean that it's over the life is you know our life is a long game it's not a yes. matter of a couple of years or one year. Maybe the timing was bad for you. Maybe you were not ready in terms of skills, in terms of mindset. So, and you know, for me, it's it's about getting rid of this fear, uh, reframing your mind and understanding that the riskier thing that you will ever do is not chasing your dreams. Yes. That's for me the, 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 the most scary thing in my life and, and my biggest motivation. I don't want to deal with regrets. I don't want to deal with saying to Costadinos 10 years from now, why you I didn't wish. try harder? Yeah. 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 Why you got scared? You know, why you quit this dream? Maybe with one more year of hard work, things would be different. So that's my greatest motivation, you know, the what if. Yes, mine too. It's like, I'm just yeah. like, the regrets are just like, no. <laughs> and I yeah. just think like the opportunity cost them like, oh, what if? What if it's like, no, just keep pushing. Exactly. Of course, it doesn't mean that you need to keep knocking on walls in terms of doors, right? Because many people might be on a totally false direction because they don't have the knowledge, don't have the skills, don't have the mentorship uh, to go after the right direction. So I've seen many people, you know, starting businesses that have zero room for improvement. They have zero reason to exist. Because they believe and they don't really reach out to people. They don't uh, um, ask for help. They don't ask for guidance. 
people, especially when they're starting the entrepreneurial journey, don't have any experience in that. They need to understand that you don't need to invest a lot of money. This is a myth. But you need to invest into mentoring and to getting the right guidance from people that made it to what you're trying to do uh, also, right? So if I want to build a car company, yes. I need to find somebody who built a car company, not somebody yeah. who built a bicycle. Yeah. So I need to find someone who made it. If it's something that it's happening for the first time ever, like the one that I tried to do on my first attempt, which was a sports startup, something that was nobody was doing at, at this point of time, try to find something similar in terms of concept, in terms of delivery, in terms of um, approach in the marketplace, how it started. Like, for example, what I was trying to build was a marketplace, was a SaaS platform, uh, trying to meet two different parts, uh, parties in the marketplace. So trying to find some people that made it in similar avenues, right? Not exactly the same, but similar. Exactly. Because then you can learn from them and from the mistakes and yeah. the visions and the, like, I've learned and so avoid much more losing from mentors. Time. Yeah. Yes. Because mentors are connecting the dots for you. And this saves tons of time. Instead of, you know, you trying different dots and understanding that it doesn't work after two years, they might connect to you the right dot in two sessions, you know? Exactly. And then you're like, oh, cool. It saved me so much time. Exactly. So if we said earlier that entrepreneurship is basically a long-term thing. It's not a two years, three years, but yeah. you even said like 10, 20, 30 years thing. And one of the questions that I see coming up with many entrepreneurs, either male or, or female, is relationships. People struggle to have a thriving relationship. And many times it's the, oh, you work too much. <laughs> you work too much. Thank you. <laughs> How have you found balance in that area of life? Uh, you know, I'm not the right person to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm not so married. So, you know, yeah, for me, it's not a challenge. Uh, but, you know, when I was in a relationship, I, I was really, I was really finding it easy to balance things when and if you are with a person that really respects your purpose, respects your priorities. Because, you know, I think that when things uh, are really difficult are when you are with people that don't really uh, respect your boundaries and your purpose and your priorities yeah. as a person. Because, you know, we're individuals, right? That's what the, the, the term says. Everyone is an individual. So you have an individual objective, an individual purpose, an individual journey. Doesn't mean that this journey stops existing when I am into a relationship, right? So you need to find people that are in common journeys, in common uh, purposes in life and you coexist and uh, are you know like two people going on a journey together that have similar destinations if you want to go there and I want to go there it it's, not, it's, it's not easy if you want to be just all day chilling and being on the beach and I need to work uh, 15 hours per day at least for the next years in order to make it it's going to be tough and you don't realize that and yeah. you don't support me in this journey so you need to find people that support your purpose accept it, respect it, and uh, help you to, to make it, not becoming an, an anchor or a barrier towards that. Yeah. And I think that's a very interesting perspective because then yeah. many people are like, oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I'm not interested. It's more like don't have the time or not interested because 
you haven't met the person that will basically add to that journey rather than yeah. feels that it's stopping yeah, you. Exactly. And yeah. you need to be really strict with that. I mean, for me right now, you know, if somebody doesn't respect my purpose, I'm out. I don't care who you are, what you bring to the table. If you don't respect my purpose, which is important for me and exists long ago before you yeah. exist, yeah. and I have given my blood, my sweat, my pain, my fears for that, I don't care who you are. You're not sticking with me. As, as I will respect your purpose and I will support it and I will give my help and inspiration for you to make it because I know that it's important for you, I'm ex expecting the same for you. If, if it's not the case, salute. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's it. You, you need to be hard with that. You need to be tough with that. It's not easy when emotions no. comes in with people. It's not easy. But, you know, your, your purpose needs to be stronger than your feelings. Yes. And I like that. And I, I ask that question on purpose because there's many women that it's like, you know, like the high achiever woman or the entrepreneurial style woman, that they are struggling to find that oh, balance, like a lot. And many times they think that it's like, oh, something wrong with me. Oh, this, the other. Yeah. No, I like your perspective. And it's yeah. like, yeah. It's it is like, purpose. you know, of course you need to make some time. Doesn't mean that, you know, uh, I will have a relationship that will be, I don't know, two hours per month available. It has to have some kind of logic, but at the same time, it has to have some kind of respect from the other side as well. Yeah. I believe. Cool. Thank you. As we approach towards the end of the episode, what are the three habits that have shaped you the most that if you were to drop them, you will feel like out of place? Wow. Habits, right? Habits, yeah. Um, well, you know, for me, it was also a post that I did the other day uh, is obsession about what you do. Mm. The first one is that. So for me, it's not exactly habit, a habit, but it's a trait it's a, yeah. that uh, I, I couldn't get rid of because if you're not obsessed with what you do, like genuinely being passionate about that, you can re never build the uh, consistency that is required towards a significant change, a significant impact. Because that's what, what we're after, right? In the entrepreneurial um journey that we are into where after significant impact either yes. in the lives of people in the in the mindset or an innovation or whatever changing the game in any kind of way that's what we're after and you cannot do that uh, a significant impact right not just becoming successful or making money i'm talking about significant uh, impact if you're not obsessed with that and becoming obsessed with that sometimes has a flip side as well like we said before not enough time yeah. You lose a bit of balance in your life. You might burn out, you know, stuff like that. But still, I couldn't uh, lose that. Be because I know how it feels, you know, being in a job that you don't really get excited about. Yes. Right? And I would never want to, to feel that again. I don't want to do anything professionally that doesn't really excite me. I don't want to do that. And especially when you have earned that, it's really tough to go back. To go so back, that's, yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to lose that again. Uh, number two is... Um, is the habit of not caring about money for me. Cool. So right now, yeah. So I'm not, uh, I'm not really 
money centered right now. I don't really focus on, you know, how to go from seven figures to eight or whatever, or to grow my income or to build my team, uh, to grow my team. I'm after increasing my value, increasing my purpose, uh, increasing the impact of what I do, reinventing myself, uh, building on what I have created and, you know, turning from a business to a movement. So mm. that's for me much more inspiring, much more, you know, uh, fulfilling versus just going after more money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I realized that, you know, after starting making enough and realized that, you know, this is not fulfilling as much as the other thing that I just described. Um, and the other thing is a third habit that I would never drop is my, um, my originality and my authenticity. So I would never mm. start, you know, trying to be somebody else or because I've done that. So when I was in my corporate um, career, uh, I was trying to be somebody else because originally the, the person that I, I was was not a, a good fit for a corporate environment. I'm oh, very entrepreneurial. Yes, I'm very straight musician, to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very original. Sometimes I would, I might, you might not like what I was going to say. Um, I love, you know, the entrepreneurial kind of working, you know, in the, in the big companies that I was working, you need to align with 50 different people before you make a decision. It's really difficult to, uh, it's like a big, you know, uh, sip in order to move one centimeter, right? You need six months. Yeah. So, I, I can't do that. I want fast decisions, fast uh, moving forward, change things easily and, uh, and see the impact, uh, you know, on the spot. So that's something that I, I wouldn't love to, to, to lose again, this kind of uh, habit of me becoming being. me, keep being me and loving being me. Oh, I love and that. That's very fulfilling as well. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Oh, and that leads me, I guess, like to the last question. I have like, you've grown a lot. Right. So now you're a celebrity in the world of TikTok and Instagram. Like you have all these billions of views and stuff. What has changed? Like, have you felt any changes on the challenges that you face or how people treat you? Because like you're teaching all of us to be like to grow a business. And then as you grow, things will change, but then we may not be prepared for success. To be honest, I haven't changed at all. Uh, Good. So for me, this whole thing and this, uh, you know, huge attention came at, at, the, at an age that I think that was really solid in terms of, you know, my character and personality. So it doesn't really change anything for me. Uh, I think I'm just, you know, more um, choiceful uh, in what I do, in where I put my time into. Uh, I have also learned to ignore the haters and people that are really out to for blood, you know, just to uh, to diminish right. people or to make them feel bad or whatever, you know. Even if they see Jesus Christ walking on the earth, they would say, you know, whatever. So you learn, you know, to ignore those people and to ignore um, the other opinions of people. And for me, this is a great win for every person, no matter what you do, is... Believing in yourself so much that you really value your own beliefs and your own belief system and your own opinion and your own direction more than any other opinion. Uh, that, that's a great win for me. And, and this success helped me in order to improve that, in order to become more 
um, uh, you know, sure about my own voice versus yeah. the other ones. Yeah. So yeah, the, I think that the, the, it helped me more than it took away things from me. Oh, this kind amazing. of uh, noise and success. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely love your mindset. We should talk more about thank that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it's, it. It's been a pleasure having you in the show. Before we go, where can we find you and where can people buy your TikTok program, which is really good? Yeah. So, uh, so if you search for Simply Digital in any social media, you will find me uh, there. Instagram, Pinterest, uh, TikTok, YouTube. We're all over the place. Uh, our website is simplydigital.gr as well. So if you visit my LinkedIn bio in any social media, you will find a multi-link. I have my two courses there. I have my consulting program. My website is there. Everything you need to know about me is there. So uh, it's quite easy if you want to find more about me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and you're everywhere. So <laughs> it's easy, easy. Yeah. Okie dokie. Everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you next week. Remember to send us all your questions and have a lovely week. Ciao, ciao. Bye guys. Hello again. It's been an absolute pleasure. I learned tons from this conversation and hopefully you gained some insights, knowledge, or inspiration. It could mean the world if you follow, share, and rate the show because it gives me feedback. And remember, if you have fintech, product, career, or life direction questions, reach out. I'm always happy to help. Go to my LinkedIn page, Monica Millares, and send me a connection request. DM me and book time for a free mentoring session. See you next week. Ciao, ciao.